Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. For those of you who didn't listen to yesterday's show or even Friday's show, uh, you probably didn't know, uh, unless you're on our social media, that we did an after show. We're going to try and do a thing called Beard Talk Live, uh, featuring myself, Peakless Mountaineer, and the person named Nobody. All three of us have, well, I'd say the largest beards of all of the hosts. Well, Richie Rich does have a... Uh, his, he's, I, I actually, he could be a good fill his, in. His has more volume. You yeah. guys have more length. I, yeah. I was. That's what she he's said. He's got girth. <laughs> I, think. Uh, I, I actually mentioned that to him. I said, okay, look, we're doing this Beard Talk Live thing as an after, after show, uncensored, by the way. And it's only on video.freetalklive.com, is where it's the only place you can see and hear it. But I said, look, if one of us ever like needs the day off that show, you're going to be the substitute beard. And he was like, I think I can handle that. Yeah. So, the substitute yeah. beard. Yeah. So, you know, if one of us beards needs a night off or whatever, you know, because, you know, life happens, right? Uh, this isn't any of our day jobs. So we have other things to do. and Things you know, happen. Yeah. So You know, my hair's long enough where I can pull it to the front, tie it with an elastic, Olivia, and create a beard. And just- uh, Olivia called in, like, during Beard Talk Live, and we had this whole conversation, and it went on, and then I was like, you know, Olivia, I should have should have asked you this when you called in, but can you, yeah, I don't know if you have long hair, I have no idea what she looks like, Olivia, yeah. but, you know, can you, like, I don't know, grab a Sharpie and, like, draw a little whisker <laughs> on your face, or grab your hair and, like, move it around? She's like, no, I'll grab it, and I'll, you know, she, I have long hair, and she put it, you know, just to make sure she had a beard. And then every, the the other, uh, I think we had two other callers, and I was like, do you, you got a beard? Because like, I, do you, so do you have to dump people when they uh, well, call in? And they I haven't don't have figured a beard, that no. out yet. I just figured let's start by seeing if they have a beard or not, yeah. right? You know. Hmm. So we did open the show with uh, Psycho Sticks, "Obey the Beard," yep. which is great. A, a huge. It's a comedy heavy metal band. If you're not familiar with Psycho Stick, they're not paying me to say this. They are one of my favorite metal bands. Also, they're comedy. So, like in the in the vein of like Doctor Demento stuff yeah, that I grew up listening that's all to. You, you that's, like that? Yeah, I, I'm totally into that. So then, and then the closing music because the Psycho Stick song "Obey the Beard" was the only beard themed song that I really know. I didn't know any other songs. I'm like, how are we going to close the show? I did a little search and I just picked a random song about beards and it turned out to be this twangy country western thing. This uh, from Reason.com. Something upon which Americans can agree. The FBI and the IRS suck. Wow, that's a way way to bring the American populace together. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Like really, what tipped you off, Einstein? What 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 was your first clue that led you to believe the FBI and the IRS suck? Like you know, was it oh, I don't know the raids on the Free Talk Live studio? Was it the the theft, uh, the coercion, the uh, strong arm robbery, the murder, the, the murder? Uh, is it the uh, uh, you know obvious ammunition bias sales? I don't know. Yeah, or whatever they're uh, buying ammunition. Yeah. What tipped you off, Einstein? Can we rearrange the word or the letters FBI and IRS into some word? I'm sure you could. And make it a new agency and just combine them. There's there's probably an anagram generator on your magic rectangle. Yeah? Yeah, if you plug the. I've been using the calculator app. It's great. (laughs) I'm old school. I I just use a piece of paper. I still use my fingers. I'll be like, five, six, seven, (laughs) eight, and like each finger, you know. 
I, I learned my uh, my times tables, my multiplication tables. Times tables. Like yeah. the nines you can do yep, with, 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 your, the with your hands. And you're like, uh, what is nine times uh, eight? 72. Oh. Seven and two. What is nine times four? It's 36. Three wow, six. I never knew that. Yeah, a little oh, so, I, oh, so I may have to dump the app on my phone. A little, little math. Well, it's okay. just in case the app crashes. Oh, okay, all right. You got backup. Right, okay. Right? Good, good, you know, yeah. so... Uh, the, the analog way is, right. you know, still effective. Yeah, uh, you just might have to, you know, put some white on your hands yeah. or something. I need you know. a tape measure. Well, you need a tape measure app. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. <laughs> okay, get back to the IRS. <laughs> no. Ian provided a good segue about this uh, Judge John J. Romero Jr. And what's, in, what's the segue? Uh, Mexico, using the segue was uh, the politics of. Uh, incestuous, nepotistic uh, New Mexico government uh, and government elsewhere is like that. But New Mexico is a textbook example because their uh, homogenous population from the very beginning of the United, well, from the very beginning of North America, hundreds of years before the United States, the Spaniards conquered the Indians, came here and slaughtered them if they didn't do what they wanted them to do. So, yep. And they ended up one of the places that the Spaniards ended up uh, was uh, New Mexico, up up and down the Camino Real and the Rio Grande corridor all along Texas, but up into New Mexico, and they were left alone, completely alone there for hundreds of years, and they got to like being alone, and then they didn't, and the white the white guy came in and. Uh, and they didn't particularly care for that about as much as when uh, the in, or the when the uh, Spaniards came in, the Indians didn't really care for that. But uh, sure. who cares about Indians? This with Spaniards is what's important. But this uh, GenerationJustice.org okay. blog post is a good template uh, uh, entitled, uh, uh, funnily, uh, ironically, the title of this is Judge is What I Do. John is who I am. That's a quote from Judge John J. Romero Jr. in 2017. <laughs> oh God! It sounds like sounds like something that like Judge Dredd would say, right? Judge is what I do. John is what yeah, I am. There's, My there's, pronouns there's, are was and were. There, there's actually a funny story behind that because he said that in 2017 publicly on this GenerationJustice.org blog, but in about uh, I don't know 2010, about 2010. I made the mistake of when I was addressing Judge John J. Romero Jr. in the courtroom on the record, I called him John. You called him by his name? Oh, my gosh. What a travesty. What is wrong with you? How could you call a man by his actual name? Your Honor. I I claim temporary insanity, Your Honor. (laughs) I, however, was not Honor. Right. Well, yeah. Okay. Your Honor, um, we'll get offered. I got your combination word for FBI and IRS. Oh, yeah. What do you got? Wait, wait, wait. If Fibbers. it contains a cuss word, you can't say it. Oh, it don't. Fibbers. Oh, fibbers, yeah. That's yeah. that's true. Yeah. It's pretty fibbers. accurate. It fits. Hey, Dale, where are you calling from? Uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga, Tennessee. Is there still a place there called the Hamilton Place Mall? Yes, uh, Gang Central is still there. <laughs> I remember uh, when I was there, it was uh, sort of Christmassy time, and there was some sort of a, it was a one-person protest. You know, it looked like maybe it was a political protest or something like that. person had a sign, and it wasn't until, you know, we sort of drove up close enough to see the sign, and it said, Santa is Satan. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, the man's name was probably Dan Martino. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you, oh probably, you know you, him. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, he, he was a he was a nice, very large activist around town and interesting. Run a lot of uh, things like that. So, what did you want to talk about tonight? Oh, I have nothing. I just wanted to give you my word, Dibbers. Okay. Mm-hmm. People like to think that people are getting worse, and like they're not. It's just that they're being amplified because of the internet. Yeah. Now we you have, just know it. Now you can yeah, see it. We have the speed. Everything. It's not being. Everybody's being revealed. All this crap is being revealed. Right. That's why people, more people, more and more people are, you know, who love freedom and liberty are moving to New Hampshire to be part of the larger freedom movement here that started with things like the Free State Project. And so as that continues, as the big reveal continues to happen globally, you know, we hope to affect change and bring freedom to ourselves in our lifetime. Anyway, uh, over the past week, headlines have featured massive increases in funding for the IRS. They're hiring, hiring 87,000 employees. Yeah. Some of those training videos look pretty funny. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, please don't hold a gun that way. Like, oh my God, could you have found bigger, yourself. bigger dorks to give guns to? Like, I mean, some of the freedom people are kind of dorky, but like, at least they know how to hold a firearm right. properly and look confident doing but, it. You know? You, know what, you know what I thought when I saw some of those videos? We have nothing to worry about. If those people are holding Don't guns that way. Don't pay your taxes because yeah. these people are coming. Right. Don't worry about it. Keep your money. Just, just throw a couple of donuts in your wake and hope for the best. Right. Over the past week, headlines have featured massive increases in funding for the IRS and a job ad seeking tax collectors willing to use deadly force. Ooh. As well as high profile raid by the FBI on the Mar- Largo home of former President Donald Trump. Unprecedented in the country's history. If any publicity is good publicity, this should have been a shining moment for government arm twisters. But both agencies are viewed with suspicion by much of the public and suffer continuously sliding approval ratings. And let's not forget about the raid here on Free Talk Live Studios that preceded all of this. And if you haven't heard about that or you want to know more, visit thecrypto6.com because events are continuing to unfold surrounding uh, those events. Uh, we're down to, well, the crypto too, really. Hmm. It's uh, Ian and, and Hopefully Aria. it all implodes. There's been some movement uh, where they're uh, they're calling for dismissing a couple of the charges. Hmm. They've put together some some things. They're going to go argue their case. Hmm. Maybe um, a sorry note or apology. There's a written n- apology. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. Nothing. Uh, you know, yeah, I don't know about that. But uh, yeah, you know, thecrypto6.com if you want to learn more about what happened here uh, a little more than a year ago with a multi-alphabet agency raid. FBI, the Postal Service was here. The ATF. ATF, the Amtrak IRS. Amtrak police, were they here? Um, no, they local here. police local, were, right? local, yeah. local PD. There was a statey here, I think, or, or a county. I'm not sure which one. Probably. Um, yeah, so it was an it was interesting a party. time. They did much damage, unnecessarily, too. Like, all yes. they really had to do was knock on the door. Well, you mean they didn't have to smash in windows, tear apart the deck? They didn't have to bring a tank? My father, God rest his soul, was a criminal court judge in Miami, Dade County, for nearly 15 years. And daddy used to come home wearing his black robe over his blue jeans, and he would say, family court is more vicious than criminal court. Oh, amen. I will give that to Mr. Olson from New Mexico. Indeed. Because 
certainly he is legitimate in complaining chronically and repeatedly how bad it tears apart families. I will concur with Mr. Olson and support him on that issue. And lastly, I think the country secretly, many, many people in this country would have supported Timothy McVeigh for going after the IRS within the federal building, but not when women and children were working and in preschool. And on that, I will say good evening. Hey, Gigi, thanks for the call. Also, I wanted to let you know that you did just announce the secret passion to, you know, something like 190 radio stations. Not so a secret probably anymore. Probably not a That's secret okay. anymore. I meant it respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but love, Gigi. Thanks for the call. There is a, a documentary movie that the, the title doesn't fit what is actually delivered in the documentary. Uh, what is delivered in the documentary is an inside look at family court and the horrors of family court. But the movie is called Divorce Corp, C-O-R-P. Hmm. It's probably like a decade old or so, hmm. maybe a little more than that, maybe 12, 15 years, something like that. But the the facts still stand. Uh, it is a very incestuous thing where uh, they just make up the rules as they go. The judges and the family court lawyers, like they all know each other. It's a big club. You mm-hmm. it. They all know each other. They have lunch together, right. both for the, the plaintiffs and the defendants. Right. So like if you're, if you're getting a divorce and like your kids are involved in the dispute or whatever, your attorney, as well as your wife's attorney, uh, both know the judge and they got drinking right. and they have lunch and well, you know, I was kind of like thing. you're not the client for your lawyer. The other lawyer is the client yeah. because they need to tie things up and make more money off of you. Yeah. And what they do is they conspire to basically drain you of all your money. Right. They go, Extended oh, this out. guy's got yeah. this much. Oh, and he makes this much amount of money. He's got this kind of yeah. property. Oh, well, let's see how we'll much need another this- another week to look yeah. at this stuff. Yeah. And and they literally are, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Parasites. Right, mm-hmm. they're they're sucking as much money out of you as they possibly can, leaving not only you broke, but leaving whoever you're trying to divorce broke, leaving your kids broke, right? And they profit from it, and they profit from it. Right. Yes, right, exactly. And now you got to pay alimony, but you don't have any money. And it is <laughs> like to the extent that regular court, right? Like if you're going to do like a, a regular lawsuit against somebody, a, a, you know, it's not the small government claims, against you. Court, yeah, or, small claims, or even just you're suing like your employer or something like that. Yeah. Uh, a non, you know, NGO suit where the government's not suing you, and you're not suing the government, but you're right. two people are suing each other. Mm-hmm. There's a term for that I can't think of right now. But at any rate, that type of court. Certainly is corrupt and horrendous and does a whole bunch of bad things. But if you multiply that by like five or something like that, that's family court. Because the family court does not, there's no, they don't even have to present evidence. Right? One parent can claim something against another parent. And it's it's not about the evidence or the facts about it. It's about who claimed it first. Oh. Right? And so then they make decisions based on the claim without having to find any evidence of the claim, whether right. or not the claim's true. Mm-hmm. And so then people end up getting railroaded. Then they're put in a in a position where they have to defend themselves from a claim that's fake because they don't care about the facts in family court. They right. only care about what what their power is. Right. You sound how much crazy they can if control. you're trying to defend yourself. Yeah. What? Yeah. Come on. So that movie Divorce Corp highlights the family court 
more than like talking about like divorce and and that kind of thing. It does talk a little bit about that, but um, it it is it's a horror movie in my opinion, right? It is a documentary, but like I, you know, the only movie that has been more horrific to me, documentary wise, than, than Divorce Corp, is something called Jesus Camp. And this is why Bubba shot the jukebox. <laughs> Y'all are, y'all are thinking I'm 78, you're playing on 33 and a third. <laughs> and that's how space travel is possible today. And we're back. Hey, Riff, whack his pee-pee. That's an honor of David in New Mexico over there. <laughs> honor. All right. Um, yeah. You remember that little ditty I gave you off air there, Captain? I, I yeah, but we can't talk about that on air because I'm afraid no, you'll, no, you'll no, say no, the bad I, words. I, I'm just, I'm just saying, I have never lost a BS competition with that one. If I pull that one out of my head, it's done. Uh, all right, what's on but, your mind tonight? Uh, well, you guys are talking about, uh, you know, in, in, inbredness in the court, for lack of a better word. Here in Alpena County, the uh, district attorneys, or maybe not the district attorneys, but some of the public pretenders and some of the other judicial hierarchy own the rehab facility that they make you go to when you get convicted in drug court. Oh, that's convenient. Oh, so I sentence you to uh, have to pay to go to the facility I own. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you were you were talking about the judges and the lawyers sitting around over martinis and figuring out a way to coerce every, every dollar out of your pocket. Yeah. And it popped into my head. It's been going on here for years. Yeah, I mean, it's fine when government does it, but, you know, when you do something like that, whoa, stand by there, pal. Armed men are coming to get you. Yeah, they they can sell your arse, but when you try to do it, it's prostitution. (laughs) (laughs) In 2015, Bloomberg reported that IRS workers are miserable and overwhelmed. Well, (laughs) uh, you can't... Like, there's never going to be such a thing as a happy IRS employee. Well, I just want to know how they sleep at night. Yeah. I mean... We should try to fill out one of the applications for these new uh, new jobs. Right. Like, just kind of see I saw... what... You know, like, my resume if, if you have a conscience, there's no such thing as a happy IRS employee. Uh, However, if there is a happy IRS employee, you can probably bet that they have no conscience. Yep. I mean, they're literally stealing food out of children's mouths. They're They're taking money from people... That they could use to feed their children and send them to college and, you know, have a, a house and heat and, you know, all of these things that are ne- necessities. The article noted that Americans are sour on the revenue service because, well, they're getting serviced, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and that even agents, families and friends view what they do with horror. Well, good. Good. I hope your family and your friends all unfriend you, like right. in the real way, not the Facebook way. Yeah, you can't come over to our party tonight because you work for the IRS. The service's standing has been further worsened by revelations that its agents are political players. The IRS has long been disliked, but its employees aren't used to being vilified. Bloomberg's Devin Leonard and Richard Rubin added in May 2013, the agency disclosed that it had been given extra scrutiny. To Tea Party groups that were seeking nonprofit status. To Democrats, the decision to group together the Tea Party applicants and other politically oriented groups was uh, merely a misguided attempt to find a consistent rule after years of muddled policy. To Republicans, the IRS's hard look at the Tea Party groups proved the service has a political bias. This 
is the government agency Americans see getting handed an additional $80 billion, even as it advertises to hire folks who are eager to carry a firearm and, quote, willing to use deadly force, unquote. That does not go down well with everybody. We've talked about that. Wait a second. They're going to give them $80 billion to find more money? Why don't they just print more money and give it to them? Or just take that $80 billion and apply it to like the money that they're trying to get. Right. Or no, just keep printing and give them $100 billion. And then you don't have to go hunting for the tax money. It's just there. I've talked about this on numerous occasions. Uh, The federal income tax, uh, when it's all collected... Even in like I think last year, the year before was like a record year. They collected the four, most four trillion or yeah, something. they collected the most income tax ever of all time, uh, and that amount of money doesn't even scratch the surface of paying the interest on the national debt. Right. So print more money. Like so that would that would do what's it. the point of having an income tax if it's not even scratching the surface of the interest payment on the national debt? Out of all of our speeding tickets. Only the four thousand are the worst, like the ones that do like hundred twenty miles per hour. Wait, wait, wait! How many speeding tickets do you have, Sarah? What are you a lead foot? Well, you know, I think we gave up. I think they got about three to five thousand or something. It's a large number. You have three to five thousand speeding tickets. I mean, Albuquerque the cameras have caught about thousands. <laughs> I was talking about you but, personally. So. These are just so from the cameras? On the cameras, but they're only, only the worst ones out of them all are going to get the ticket. They get picked out, like if they're doing like 110 miles per hour. So I do that all the time. Hard. Yeah, they're, they're the only one that's going to get a ticket. So what do you think about that? Do you think that's not fair? Uh, I think... think everybody. I think that it's a, a f- it's a revenue generation scam, is what I think. Road pirates. Yeah. A- automating fines for something that might happen uh, is definitely wrong. In my book, it's a violation of the non-aggression principle. It's a violation of like, ethics, and it is a revenue generation scam. Uh, it is designed. Uh, so here's the thing. In order for a crime to occur, according to most cultures uh, and things like, oh, I don't know, maritime law, for example, uh, a person or property needs to be harmed. If there's no person or property being harmed in the transaction, then there is no crime. So having these cameras at these you know, traffic light locations that have radar detectors on them and take a picture of you and your car and your license plate that you're forced to have in order to drive on the roads and you're forced to pay for it as well uh, is nothing but a violation of humanity, in my opinion. Okay, what about flipping over that, the drag racer that flipped over that school bus and then, like, Three kids got all of their bones broken and got put in the hospital because they were doing a hundred miles per hour. Well, well, now so you have now you have time? somebody that where you have a case where there's some property and some people being harmed. Everybody thinks their mom's a saint, yeah. but you know, <laughs> go look through the family yeah. photo album right. once, and you you're know, here. <laughs> like, make, make your decision. Yeah, I'm here. Right? <laughs> she did something. Oh man. Uh, unsurprisingly, public support. This is from the article from Reason again. Unsurprisingly, public support for both the IRS and FBI have taken a hit. 
wow, man. <laughs> They've taken a hit. <sighs> While it's difficult to separate disappearing faith in those two agencies from erosion in the government's overall standing, a Gallup poll found approval of both the FBI and the IRS is plunging by 13 points. Between, from where? Between, 20, between 2019 <laughs> and 2021. Uh, like almost everything else these days, there's a partisan cast to those numbers. In this polarized environment, while Americans are divided about the FBI's search of Mar-a-Lago, 76.5% of Republicans see Trump's political enemies behind the search, according to the Trafalgar Group, while 70.5% of Democrats attribute the raid to the impartial justice system. It's just so stupid God. because both, both of these, yeah, both sides of this are dumb. You're yeah. idiots. You're. I, I'm sorry. I don't. Holy cow! Get can out of the just, cult. Yeah. Can you just yeah. stop worshiping the uh, idol of your choice here and think for yourselves a little well, bit and turn off the CNN and the Fox News and make an independent decision? And that's what pisses me off because the FBI and the IRS are terrorizing normal people like you and me every single day, but. Republicans don't care until it happens to Donald Trump right. because he's their their God, their yeah. Jesus, their Messiah. Republicans didn't care when the Free Talk Live studios got raided, but they sure cared when Trump's home got raided for whatever reason. Back yeah. the blue. Yeah. They don't care about freedom of speech, but oh boy, if our dear leader gets raided by the FBI, why we must we must shout at the rooftops with the top of our lungs. Yeah, I don't think you have a right to other people in danger. If you go out on the street and you start shooting randomly in a circle with a gun, I think you should be stopped. If you drive drunk and you you manage not to not to hit anybody, yeah. I still think you should be punished for driving drunk. Maybe Why? not as much as if you'd actually hit somebody. Cause so, so here's my problem with that, Jill. Uh, it's already illegal to you know crash into somebody with your car. It's already illegal to, uh, you know, uh, insert crime that might be committed here. Now, it's entirely possible that there are people who can drink a couple of beers, two, three beers, maybe have a shot, and be perfectly fine driving. They probably drive better than some people do sober. Oh, my gosh. Have you seen sober people drive? Oh, my gosh. There are some, like, Well, when you're, when you're driving with driving. your phone... That's another thing. When, yeah. At least when you're dr- driving, when you're drunk, you're trying to drive. So <laughs> I, I guess driving with on, your phone, you don't even care. I, I guess my point is that the outcome of doing things, uh, as you say, Joe, like you know, randomly shooting at people, uh, that's already illegal. Uh, you know, getting into some sort of an accident or causing an accident, ending somebody's life while you're drunk behind the wheel, already illegal without having any drunk driving laws. Right, that's kind of my point. Like these laws are really punishing people before they've actually committed a crime, and it's generating revenue for the state unnecessarily. It's affecting people unnecessarily. I don't think you should be allowed to put people in danger. I do. Uh, mm. I will say that uh, allowed if though. You uh, actually hang, hit somebody, the punishment should be worse. Hang on, hang on, Jill. So first of all, allowed is a horrible word to use. Because who decides who's allowed to do anything? You? Are you going to decide who's allowed to do anything? Because the world is dangerous. The world is dangerous, right? There's danger around you all the time. Just walking outside is dangerous. Something could fall out of the sky, hit you in the head. The recent empowerment of the IRS breeds more nonpartisan reaction with 42. We already covered that. Sorry. 
Uh, let's jump to the next section. IRS efforts resulted in these low-income wage earners with less than $25,000 in total gross receipts being audited at a rate five times higher than for everyone else. Hmm. What are you going to get out of these people? So uh, because they owe, they owe $20 to the IRS, and you're going to spend $1,000 to try to get five bucks out of them? Out of somebody who earns $25,000 a year or less. Right. Like, but I mean, what are their taxes? I don't even the poor. And those people need money more yeah. than the government does. And the services that the government is going to give them isn't making up for the amount of money that has been being stolen from them. You have to place a lot of faith in assurances from widely distrusted federal employees to think tax collectors will stop going after people who have limited resources with which to defend themselves. And it's true. The poor are disproportionately targeted by government across the board, not just by the IRS and the FBI, but certainly by the IRS and the FBI, because they cannot defend themselves. They often just go, oh, well, I guess I'll have to pay the thing or I'll go to jail or whatever. Easy target. Yeah. Whereas people with resources and connections and intellect, uh, you know, will defend themselves. So, But they make more than $25,000 a year, too. Well, while the headlines about the FBI and the IRS are eye-grabbing, the related erosion in support is long overdue. I agree. Both government agencies have histories of abuse, corruption, and high-handed conduct. What's the Aussie song uh, or Sabbath song? Uh, yeah. I'm going through changes. <laughs> Sad Sabbath. It's going to be okay, Ozzy. He it, doesn't even remember that song anymore. It was my podcast. It's probably got a I loved it so, <laughs> but it's too late now. It's a condensed show. <laughs> All right. On the fly. Uh, parodies are my thing, sadly. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a blessing and a curse. Your so, brain just like does that constantly. Oh my god! Yeah, it's <laughs> like when I was in a band writing like original heavy metal songs, like when, during rehearsal, you know, and you just end up making up parody lyrics yeah. to your own stuff too. And but, everyone's like, "Come on, Captain, yeah, get like, it together, like, reel it dude, in." That's that, that's yeah, a funny that's, song. We can't have funny songs. So, We're yeah. serious metal people. Yeah, this is supposed to be scary and intense. Come on, bring on the Cookie Monster voice, huh? Cookie, Cookie, Cookie. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so anyway, and we're back. we were talking about how much the FBI and the IRS suck, and I think we've sort of, you know, talked that one into the ground. We're going to move on to something that we mentioned we'd be talking about <laughs> If you're going to be here for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> not, it's old, it's not, old news anyways. <laughs> not going anywhere for a while? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> are you Are you hangry? <laughs> I'm making fun of the uh, uh, the candy bar known as Snickers, of course. You know, you and you're hungry. Snickerdoodle. Don't doesn't Snickers do the commercial where like, you know, the person's all like an animal or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, here. And then like they turn into a regular person after oh, that. Thanks. Yeah. Much better. Right. Well, apparently the candy bar Snickers uh, had to apologize to wait, China. Wait, the candy bar? Not the candy bar, the makers of Snickers <laughs> candy bar. <laughs> Yeah, the candy bar itself was like, I'm sorry, China. What they do, an airdrop from, of, you know, all of China gets... Yeah, you didn't know Snickers, the candy bar, can speak? <laughs> you didn't have... Dude, you know, you've never really tripped until you've tripped on stomach acid. <laughs> I don't know where that came oh, from. Oh, wow. It's a, it's a bile, bile joke. <laughs> this from the New York Post. Snickers maker apologizes to China for suggesting that Taiwan... Is a country. They suggested? What do you mean suggested? (laughs) 
Well, we suggest that they're a country, but isn't it? <laughs> this this first phrase is funny too. The U.S. based candy giant. <laughs> that makes it sound like there's a giant it's that's like, made up like of the candy. Yeah. Paul, Marshmallow Man. Yeah. Paul Bunyan with a <laughs> with a Snickers. He's wearing a suit made out of like all the different candy bars that exist. Mars Wrigley had just launched a limited edition Snickers bar in the country. I, I assume they mean Taiwan. And or China, I'm not sure. And advised uh, Wait, that they just called it the country. <laughs> this is confusing, Captain. Yes. Mars Wrigley had just launched a limited edition Snickers bar in the country and advised that the chocolate bar was only available in the countries of South Korea, Malaysia, and Taiwan, according to a Reuters report. The statement went viral on Chinese social media platforms, including Weibo. Mars Wrigley then published an apology and said it had revised the language in its ad, according to the report. The controversy comes on the heels of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's trip to the tiny island this week. I guess it was last week. And China's visceral reaction to the visit, including sanctioning the speaker and selling off military exercises. Okay. Wow. Speaking of tripping on stomach acid, huh? That's, that's the whole article, really. Like... That's it. So oh. what does Nancy Pelosi have to do with Snickers? Well, yeah, I, you know. Is that a rhetorical question? I mean, <laughs> I can tell you how Snickers is better than Nancy Pelosi. Snickers really satisfies. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> does not satisfy. <laughs> they didn't even come close I to I don't that. know. Did you see that uh, bathing suit picture? Uh, Snickers wears a bathing suit? I mean, Nancy Pelosi. No. Wait, wait, I'll was, send that it was, to you that later. Was no, thanks. Come no, on. don't. That was please. Photoshop, but it was please. a good Photoshop. <laughs> what have I done to you to deserve this kind of cruelty? Who wants to see Nancy Pelosi in a bikini? No, it wasn't a bikini, but you saw enough. I don't want to see this. Why do I want to horrify myself? I mean, she's already I... homely, right? That's not what the, you know, that's not what the dudes are saying. It's a uh, meme. It's not real. There's no accounting for taste, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently, apparently... China doesn't think Taiwan is a country. I'm not surprised about that. And but. so when Snickers was like, hey, it's only available in these countries, blah, 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 blah. And Taiwan. China went, oh, you said what? China we're is. Gonna, gonna stop importing Snicker bars to China. I mean, that's could be a huge market, I think. You know what else? You know how we were talking about how the FBI and the IRS sucks? Yep. China also sucks. <laughs> this from revolver.news dated august 18th 2022 denver cops shoot perp and six bystanders okay so just let's just think about this for a minute a cop shoots an alleged perpetrator but also six bystanders now, what are cops carrying? A nine mil, right? Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. How many rounds are in a nine? Uh, it depends generally. what type of depends magazine you have. Regular, probably, yeah, they probably have 17. Probably like 11. Uh, okay, so uh, in order to shoot seven people, they've got to use a significant amount of ammunition from their gun, right? Yeah. All right. Probably reloaded, yeah. Sounds like somebody got a little trigger happy. <laughs> And by somebody, I mean, again. <laughs> so, you know how earlier we were talking about how people should get speeding tickets and people shouldn't be able to drunk drive yeah. in order to protect others, you yeah. know, just in case something is going to happen. Police shouldn't get guns. Or maybe they're just 
shouldn't be police because since they're killing everybody and shooting people's dogs, maybe in order to protect society and innocent people, we just need to get rid of police because they seem like a safety hazard. Throw them all in jail. Protect and serve. Well, they say protect, take their guns away. Yeah, well, they're not protecting us. And, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, they're they're not killing protecting us. the bystanders. Yeah, definitely not. Apparently, uh, and it's been said that police, as we know it today, are rooted in uh, the slave trade. Oh, I uh, thought you were going to say uh, mental illness or something along well, those lines. I mean, you know, thinking slavery is okay is kind of a mental illness. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, the origins of modern day police were, you know, way back in the day, it was just like people they employed to go hunt down slaves who tried to, you know, be free to right. escape. Yeah, not much has changed. And so, yeah, now it's just institutionalized far more. And instead of, uh, one specific race of people being slaves, it's, well, everybody, everybody, everybody equal, equal opportunity, equal opportunity <laughs> slaves. Yes, that's true. The article says someone forgot his training. <laughs> God. Give me a break. And they go on to say the four universal rules of gun safety. Number one, treat all guns as if they're loaded. Yeah. That is rule number one. Okay, True. check. Number two, never let the muzzle point towards anything you are not willing to destroy. Check. True. Rule number three, keep your finger off the trigger until your sights are on target and you need to shoot. Check. True. And number four of the top four rules of gun safety. Be sure of your target and what's beyond it. Denver police said the man pointed a gun at them, prompting two officers to open fire. But body camera footage released Tuesday show the spouse. Wow. wow. Show the suspect, Jordan Waddy tossed the gun aside moments before the cops opened fire. The video also shows Wadi, 21, raised his hands above his head when confronted by police, then walked from the street to the sidewalk where he reached into the front pocket of his hoodie and grabbed the gun to toss it aside. The victims all survived the shooting. All right, well, I mean, but still, you got shot by a cop. (laughs) You're just hanging out, innocent bystander, and you get shot by a cop. It's ridiculous. Who do you call? Ghostbusters? You call 911. Send the police. They're already here. Yeah. Send the band then. <laughs> Message in a bottle. Call the On Tuesday, Denver District Attorney Beth McCann said she would bring the case before a grand jury to decide if charge if charges if. should be filed against the officers, drawing criticism from Wadi's attorney. The DA could look at the tape and bring charges, Tyrone Glover told Westworld. We've seen what happens when these kinds of things involve officers. They don't always come back fair. God. Okay. The incident took place at 1.30 a.m. Uh, bystanders were mostly customers leaving the bar, waiting in line at a food truck. Denver police said they initially spotted Wadi, that's the suspect, fighting with another man. They also say they spotted a gun in his pocket. An overhead security video shows the cops walked up the street parallel to Wadi after the fight as he made his way up the sidewalk through a heavy crowd. At one point, Wadi steps into the street and is greeted by the cops. The body cams released contain no audio until after shots were fired because the cops did not turn on their cameras until afterwards. Convenient. Oh, convenient. Why do wow. we keep hearing this? Right? I mean, like, how much are people going to 
continue to tolerate this crap. We hear like we cover this kind of thing so much here on Free Talk Live, so much that we can't even cover them all. It happens so frequently. The footage because the cops turned their cameras off, or they didn't turn them on, or they were turned backwards, or they you know whatever. Well, that's what they Point learn in the destroyed. academy, you know. Or they dropped them in the toilet before they went on patrol or whatever. boating accident. The cameras have a buffer to record video about 30 seconds before the cameras are turned on. So why was there no audio? Hmm. There was no video either, right? Yeah. No, it says there was no. So these things are caching every 30 seconds yeah. before you even turn it on. That sentence doesn't really make sense. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Anyway, Wadi was charged with three counts of weapon possession. So he had one gun, but he was charged with three counts of possession. Yeah, that doesn't right. make sense. How does a guy possess the same weapon more than one time? Yeah. Anyway, he was charged with three counts of weapon possession by a previous offender and one count of third-degree assault. McCann, the district attorney, issued the following BS. I mean, statement. Quote, The public's interest in this particular shooting incident is understandably high. For the community to trust in the outcome from this incident, it is important that independent members of the community review the facts, evidence, and law regarding whether these officers should be criminally charged. Until the grand jury's work is complete, my office will have no further comment on this matter. I once had an idea for, for a band where nobody had any instruments. Nobody? nobody? Not nobody, but no... <laughs> almost, almost together on that one. No person in the band were to have an instrument, but they were still to be a band. The drummer would do things like... Like a beatboxing? Oh. Kind of, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, okay. you know, a little, little more realistic, yeah. right? You know, yeah. if he can. And then the bass player would be like... Dun, 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 so like more right. like an a cappella group? Kind of, but, they're, McFerrin, but instead of singing, that. they're they're imitating instruments. The guitar player would be like... Wee, 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 I feel right? like doing I would be really good at that. Right? And then yeah. the singer, of course, would sing, right? Well, you know. What? Yeah. Why would he sing? He should make up things that are sounds like singing. Uh, just like mumble, like, <laughs> well, 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 yeah, yeah, something like Sleepy Joe would that say. That sounds I'm like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. does. Just make it up gibberish. I do. I am fluent in drunkenese and gibberish. So if you ever need translation. Well, I did work. I have worked with a band where the singer would come in and he would just mouth just weird lyrics not even lyrics just melodies and put the words to the song afterwards oh interesting just coming up with a melody during the break uh we we sort of previewed some of this footage and it is it's even worse than the article describes it really is uh you know the cops draw their guns the guy reaches into his pocket tosses the gun aside immediately puts his arms up and then gets shot and so he tucks and starts to run away, gets shot again, and then you can see that there's then there's several different angles. There's one from one of the cops, there's one from the other cops, and then there's overhead camera footage from like a business nearby mm-hmm. that show all this go down. And yeah, sure enough, they're firing randomly yeah. into this like, like fifty people, semi crowd of, of people yeah. who are lined up at this food truck, and it's just horrendous. Uh, again, you can find that over at pnacnews.com. P i n a c stands for photography is not a crime. News.com. Uh, the next day, oh wait, hang on. Uh, one of the innocent victims told Westworld that the police told him afterwards that he had been shot by the suspect and not police. So basically, the police lied to a guy. 
Surprise, surprise. That never happens. Yeah. Well, you didn't get shot by us. It was it was the guy. Yeah. We would never do that. Yeah. We're the police. Of course, we would, were infallible. Uh, the suspect, of course, never fired a shot. I did ask them if they found the suspect, and they kind of made it seem like it wasn't the police who'd shot me, but the suspect. At least that's how I understood it, said the victim, who still has a bullet in his arm. The next day when the reports came out, that's when I understood it wasn't actually the suspect who fired, but the police. And I had a lot of questions as to why the police would be part of a mass shooting near a crowd full of people after all the training they've completed. Uh, You think they've had training? You know, uh, these uh, nail salons and, you know, that type of thing that the ladies like to go to get their nails in. They get more training. They they go to college for for this thing. They get more training, more hours of training than police do. And then it goes on to say, you know, watch the video, and the video is horrific, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we've did, the suspect live or did they kill him? Uh, I believe he is alive. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.